waiting day one, the beans or the background. After Jesus was crucified, his body was taken down and carried into a tomb just before sunset on that Friday. Beginning right at sunset on Friday and ending at sunset on Saturday was what Jewish believers called the Sabbath. This meant that it was actually illegal for them to do anything on the Sabbath outside of resting and worshiping at home with their families. So, since it was getting so close to sunset on Friday, Jesus' body had to simply be wrapped in linen and placed in the tomb for now. Then, once the Sabbath was over, someone would be able to come back and finish preparing his body for burial. Mary Magdalene came to do just that as we pick up with today's verses. The verse, Matthew chapter 6, verses 5 through 13. Now Mary stood outside the tomb crying. As she wept, she bent over to look into the tomb and saw two angels in white seated where Jesus' body had been one at the head and the other at the foot. They asked her, Woman, why are you crying? They have taken my Lord away, she said, and I don't know where they have put him. At this, she turned around and saw Jesus standing there, but she didn't realize that it was Jesus. He asked her, Woman, why are you crying? Who is it that you are looking for? Thinking he was a gardener, she said, Sir, if you have carried him away, tell me where you have put him, and I will go get him. Jesus said to her, Mary. She turned toward him and cried out in Aramaic, Rabboni, which means teacher. Jesus said, Do not hold on to me, for I have not yet ascended to the Father. Go instead to my brothers and tell them, I am ascending to my Father and to your Father to my God and your God. Mary Magdalene went to the disciples with the news, I have seen the Lord, and she told them that he had said these things to her. The steam. What does this mean to me and how can I apply it to my life today? Jesus appears to Mary Magdalene after his death and says, don't hold on to me. Or in other translations, it says, don't cling to me. The original verb here was hapto, which literally means do not continue touching me. Many scholars speculate that this had less to do with Mary physically touching Jesus and more to do with the fact that Mary wanted Jesus to stay on earth in the physical form, returning back to life as it was before. Now, this makes complete sense. Mary had followed the physically human Jesus for years. She only knew him in the physical sense. So when he died, I can only imagine the agony she must have been experiencing, wishing more than anything that things had turned out differently, that he hadn't died on the cross. Upon seeing him alive again, I'd be willing to bet that this poor woman could not wait to get Jesus back to where she believed he belonged, back with her and the other disciples, resuming life as it had been prior to his death. Mary assumed returning to life as she'd known it before was the only thing that could bring her the hope she'd feared was lost. However, God's plan was far greater than she could possibly understand at the time. Jesus understood 
that he couldn't stick around in human form, that he had to ascend to the Father in order that he might send the Holy Spirit to dwell in the hearts of all believers for the rest of time. But how exactly could he explain this to Mary and to the others he appeared to in a way that they could possibly understand? He couldn't. So he simply says, stop clinging to me. And later, he instructs the disciples saying, wait. I have to ascend to the Father but wait for the helper, the gift of the Holy Spirit that my Father has promised he will send. This gives Jesus' followers the exact hope that they needed, but couldn't possibly conceptualize during the wait. And friends, we know exactly how this feels. In seasons of wait, hope sometimes seems impossible to find because the only thing we can focus on is worrying about how long our wait is going to last. We long for life to resume normalcy, but what if that's the point? What if, like Mary, we are begging God to give us back what we at least knew and could make sense of when all the while He's asking us to wait so that he can give us something far better, far beyond our wildest dreams. Mary couldn't see past the physical, the here and now, and neither can we. During the angst of waiting, it is so easy to beg for what we think we need when the blessings he has in store are completely worth the wait. Friends, When you're in a tough season where it may seem as though he is holding out on an answer, trust that he is the same Jesus who rose from the dead and that his plans are far greater than anything you could imagine. Cling to the truth that he not only has your best interest at heart, but that he knows your heart far better than even you. Don't ask for a small fix. Trust that he is making it new.